0: So, folks, welcome back to All That's Left. I'm Frank Ebersold. It's great to have you back. The CNN town hall last night. The one theme that I picked up out of that was that Donald Trump is literally not willing to accept anything that doesn't work for him, whether it's an election, whether it's a judicial system. If it doesn't work for him, it just doesn't work. What a way to go through life, really. I mean... And can we afford to have a person that thinks that way as a president? So one of the groups that actually tweeted something right after the CNN town hall is this group called at never back down 24, which is basically just a Ron DeSantis group, you know, probably Ron DeSantis himself for all we know. And they came out and they said, and I, it, before I read it, it's funny that I kind of agree with a lot of what they're talking about here. They said on CNN tonight, Trump spent about an hour talking about what he did or didn't do on January 6, 2021. That's correct. Whether he will pardon people who harmed police officers. Yep, that's number two. And how the 2020 election was rigged, whether he supports terminating parts of the U.S. Constitution or the whole thing because the 2020 election was rigged, the sex abuse scandal he was just found guilty in. And then a cat named Vagina, which is kind of weird. But yeah, Donald Trump wanted this to be brought into the E. Jean Carroll case. She called her Cat Vagina. And anybody that's got pets, I've got pets, we've called them far worse. I love my pets, you know, my, my two dogs, I love them to death. But by God, there are days when I've called them a little bit worse than that. And you can just tell that Donald Trump has never had a dog, a cat, let alone a hamster let alone a fish in an aquarium he's never had a pet i bet i'd love to know that for sure donald trump have you ever had a pet so that was a big deal a cat named vagina his defense of his comments about grabbing women by their genitals the federal investigation into his stash of taxpayer-owned classified documents at mar-a-lago where donald trump again if this whole thing doesn't work for him you know it's rigged so the presidential records act he's got this one interpretation of it the law says another and he thinks he's right because of what's in his head about this presidential records act right and then the investigation into his efforts to reverse his 2020 loss to biden in georgia so at the end of it they said how does this make america great again and i agree i agree how does any of this make america great again but then, they just ran off and had a swashbuckling sword fight with Mickey Mouse again. They just kind of resumed that fight, which is absolute insanity, when you get down to it, folks. Absolute insanity. And I, I've there's more things that they almost do every day, in this little sword fight that they're having, and it's really an abuse of government power against Walt Disney. Uh, great article that came out, and I'm thinking of doing a podcast on all of the BS. That Desantis is is involved in i mean the man has not only got anger issues but for god's sakes he's fighting mickey mouse so here's how the first part of this this cnn town hall went yesterday and this has to do with whether or not elections are fair and they wanted to know if donald trump would ever accept the results of an election and he said that he would which I think is a little bit disingenuous because at the end of the day, Donald Trump will not accept anything but a one day election. He will not accept absentee ballots that are mailed in. So he doesn't want that. And then additionally, he doesn't want anything but paper ballots. I mean, it's, it's absolutely mind boggling, but here it is folks. Have a listen to this.
1: A night, but- you just said there, Republican officials debunked those claims about fraudulent ballots. We want to give you a chance who? tonight, Who? Republican officials who? in Georgia and every single state. Uh, there is no, your own election officials, Mr. Uh, President. Uh, so we-
0: you know, it's funny to me that, you know, he wants to know who, who, and how many times have we heard from Donald Trump? You know, lots of people have said, many Republicans, I heard a lot. I mean, now he wants to know who. So
2: I'm we're give you a afraid chance. to take on the issue. But we have a big problem in this country. We have we to elections, give a chance to we have elections that were horrible.
0: And they're horrible because he's not willing to accept those three things that I just mentioned to you. And he went on to say this and somebody asked, actually asked the question about whether or not he would accept a fair election.
2: Oh, welcome back to New Hampshire. Thank you. Uh, will you suspend polarizing talk of election fraud during your run for president? Uh, will I suspend excuse me what will you suspend polarizing talk of election fraud during your run for president yeah unless I see election fraud if I see election fraud I think I have an obligation to say it and you know what we went through uh, a short while ago has really put our country in a big problem Uh, I hope to do that I hope we're going to have very honest elections Uh, we should have voter ID, we should have one-day elections, we should have paper ballots instead of these mail-in votes. But uh, the answer is yes, and I hope that it's going to be very straight up because if it's going to be straight up, we're going to win the election.
0: No, that's very disingenuous. He's not going to accept any election. He's just told you what he's going to argue about if he's the candidate in 2024 for president. He's going to argue that it was a rigged election because they didn't have paper ballots. They used that Dominion machine and, you know, it's not a one-day election and they allowed absentee ballots. I mean, it, it's it's he's just told you that, no, it's not going to be a fair election. And thankfully, we know that because Dominion has just claimed the high ground again in that tremendous lawsuit that they just won, that, yeah, the machines are effective. They're 100% effective. And it's the way you should conduct an election. Why should we go back to... You know something that might have been done in 1920. I mean, you you improve things and you put security around things and you understand that they are allowed because they make for an efficient election process. Can you imagine 400 million paper ballots? I mean, I I just don't I can't imagine that, folks. So then he went on to discuss the January 6th disaster and he tried to blame Nancy Pelosi. Of course. January 6th was again,
2: we go back to it, but January 6th had to do with the fact that hundreds of thousands of people, and you don't see the pictures very often, a lot of the people here probably were there. January 6th, it was the largest crowd I've ever spoken to. That was prior to the walk down to the Capitol building. I don't think, and I've spoken to hundreds of thousands of people, I've never spoken to a crowd as large as this, and that was because they thought the election was rigged. And they were there proud. They were there with love in their heart. Oh, that God. was unbelievable, and it was a beautiful day. No, it was and not. What I was asked to Jeez. do. I wasn't involved in it.
0: It was not a beautiful day. I mean, it was a freaking disaster, Donald Trump. It will go down in history. He's trying to rewrite history, but it will go down as one of the worst days in American history. It's right up there at the top.
2: Very much. I was asked to come in. Would I make a speech? I made a speech. I said... Walk peacefully and patriotically. Or, you know many no. different things. In fact, Wrong. I brought a list of things. I don't want to bore the audience, but we can go sentence after sentence after sentence of things I said and things I put out. Uh, one of the big problems was that Nancy Pelosi, Crazy Nancy, as I affectionately call her, <laughs> Crazy Nancy Pelosi, and the
0: you're calling her crazy.
2: The uh. mayor of Washington were in charge, as you know, of security, and they did not, not in do their of the job. National
1: Guard. You're in charge of that.
2: Tra- well, I offered them National Guard. I said, we'll give you soldiers. We'll give you a National Guard. We'll give you whatever you want. And they turned me down. And in fact, defense she turned secretary- me down. She
1: tu- Excuse me. She turned me down. Excuse me. In writing, they turned me down. But your acting defense secretary, Chris Miller, at the time, he says you never gave a formal order to, to deploy the National Guard.
0: Exactly. Exactly, folks. And this has all been debunked. There's an article out there that that actually goes into a lot of this detail. It was done by the dispatch. It's entitled Fact Check. Did Pelosi reject Trump's request for National Guard troops on January 6th? A claim from Donald Trump Jr. is false. And it's from October 25th, 2022. And it says, in Trump's words, I requested, I definitely gave the number of 10,000 National Guardsmen. And said i think you should have ten thousand of the national guard ready they took that number from what i understand they gave it to the people at the capitol which is controlled by pelosi and i heard they rejected it because they didn't think it would look good so you know it was a big mistake so here's what the office of nancy pelosi this is drew hamill his her deputy chief of staff said the speaker of the house does not have the power to block an order from the commander-in-chief so i mean that the whole thing is just patently false folks and he, he just keeps bringing it up time and time again then he went and discussed ashley babbitt so keep in mind that three hours went by where his people were having a beautiful day just destroying the Capitol. three hours went by while he's at home at the white house at the time watching all of this on tv before he even tried to get the National Guard involved. And here's what he said about all that.
1: Right, so that's my Excuse question. Because in that three hours, over 140 officers were injured. me, it was posted after the first
2: one I just read though, and that was at two o'clock.
1: But I think the reason the timeline is so critical here, because going back to your influence, in here's that three hours, posted. over 140 officers were injured that day.
2: And a person named Ashley Babbitt was killed.
0: And she was killed because these guys don't mess around when you're trying to go through a blockade with a mob on the other side of it, and the House of Representatives is on the other side. They would have killed those representatives had they gotten in there. Yes, she got shot. Yes, it's tragic, Donald Trump. But uh, what, 140 police officers got killed, or not killed, but wounded? Brian Sicknick was actually killed when that fire extinguisher hit him in the head i mean you can see all this stuff on video it was not a perfect day it was not a beautiful day so then he decided to go into the conversation of the electoral count act and um the the votes and validating the votes that mike pence did and folks he thinks that mike pence even to this day he thinks that mike pence actually had the ability to game the whole election process and turn it around and declare Donald Trump the winner as if that was the intent of our founding fathers was to allow a vice president after all of the national elections and electoral process to then give the, the vice president the ability to just call the whole election. I mean, no, that is, that is not democracy, but that's what he thinks. Have a listen to this, folks.
2: Told him he couldn't do it, and Mike said to me, "I can't do it." The lawyers told me I can't do it; they can't do it. But the lawyers were wrong, because right after the election, God. they all met the rhinos and the Democrats, and they worked out a plan to make sure that future vice presidents don't do. What I said you could do.
1: That's not what happened. You're referring to the Electoral Count Act. That's I've exactly read, right. read that. There is, there is no authority. No? Legal right. experts, including Republican legal experts, say that he does not have that authority, Mr. Caitlin, President. But I want to move on. why did they
2: on. change the law then, saying that you can't do it?
1: They didn't change the law. They strengthened the law because they were worried about the Oh, they strengthened exploiting. it, meaning
2: you could do it. <laughs>
1: Thank that's, you. that's not what it means. Thank you. They strengthened the Thank law. You. They had they the
2: right worried. to do it. They uh, no. convinced him he didn't, and it was a horrible thing for our country.
0: Oh, it was a horrible thing for our country that the vice president couldn't just call the whole election for Donald Trump, right? That, that makes it really bad for Donald Trump. What the 12th Amendment says, folks, is the vice president shall, in the presence of the state or the Senate in-house, open all of the certificates and the votes shall be counted. That's all he does. And that's all he's supposed to do. The Electoral Count Act was strengthened to definitively prohibit anything else from taking place but that. I mean, what he was trying to do was game the system. And because you, he tried and thought that he could game the system, doesn't make it right. And it doesn't make it a part of the process, the natural process, because it isn't. And then, folks, he went on to say that um, you just can't get a fair trial. So not only is the election rigged, but now the judicial system is rigged.
1: Mr. President, one of the people who was convicted was a former policeman, but he was convicted of attacking a police officer, I should note. But when you said you are considering pardoning a large portion of those charged with crimes on January 6th, does that include the four Proud Boys members who were charged and convicted of seditious conspiracy? I
2: don't know. I'd have to look at their case, but I will say, in Washington, D.C., you cannot get a fair trial. You cannot. Just like in New York City, you can't get a fair trial either. (laughs)
0: So I'd like to point out that in New York City with the E. Gene Carroll case, Tacopina, which was his attorney, his guy on the ground, he actually helped picked the jury. So he did have a hand in this. But yet, when it doesn't work out for Donald Trump, it's rigged. It's unfair. You know, it's always something with this. And then you heard that he's, got, he's going to consider the Proud Boys and whether or not he pardons them for that beautiful day and what they did. And that's that's part of his platform here is that he's telling everybody that yeah I'm going to pardon these people on that 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 beautiful day January 6th with the idea that that's going to help him get elected. I mean one of the most darkest days of our history, folks. I mean it's it's absolutely amazing. And then Donald Trump went on to talk about what he did as president. He talked about low gas prices like. He had something to do with that. And we all know that it's supply and demand in the futures markets. It's a world market that determines the price of gasoline. But he claimed, you know, he had something to do with that. And then, of course, it was the the tax cuts for the rich. He took a lot of credit for that. And then, of course, appointing judges, which every president does get a chance to do. But when you look at what Biden has done, folks, I mean, it's it's just there is no comparison when you look at what Joe Biden has been able to do and what Donald Trump has done. And there's, if you go to whitehouse.gov, the record, you can see everything that Joe Biden has been able to do. It's it's absolutely amazing. And in the Inflation Reduction Act, one of the things that he was able to do was cap insulin at $35 a month, and not only that, but cap the overall expenses, medical expenses for people on Medicare, the $2,000 a month. The CHIPS Act, you know, what was it, uh, almost $30 billion to get manufacturers to bring production of chips, integrated circuits back here to the United States. So we don't have a problem like we had with the supply chain, you know, during COVID. So he gets it. He understands what's going on. And then when you look at all of the the infrastructure rebuilding that's going to be taking place, and it actually has already started to rebuild America's bridges, something that Donald Trump couldn't do. And then not only that, but look at electric vehicles and all of the incentives to buy an electric vehicle, it's, it's a healthy incentive if the vehicles are actually made, a large percentage of them uh, are put together and made here in the United States using American components. So we're moving in the right direction. And when you look at the two, there's just no comparison folks. When you look at what Biden's done, and what Trump has done, no comparison. I want to thank you for joining me, folks. And of course, we'll see you next time. Till then.